Hello there and welcome into Korea Competitor, the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. I'm Steve Meller. Welcome into a competitive call episode to start your work week. When it comes to vacation time, is a leader ever truly away from their desk and unavailable? In this day and age, with our office being available on our phones, you can always be reached. Always check the email despite having the out-of-office replies set up. For as long as time, leaders everywhere battle with the notion of being gone, worrying about what particular thing it will be that goes wrong in their absence. But then the mind starts playing tricks. When a few days go by and things operate just fine without you, maybe you start to ponder how essential you truly are if the team or the company is operating like this in your absence. Do you need things to go wrong for you to feel that you are needed? Leadership remains one of the most highly analyzed traits people everywhere are looking to explain. There is a belief out there that it can be examined and assessed to the point where a direct path to becoming a leader can be created. I actually consider myself as someone with a firm grasp of what the role of leadership entails, what the personality of a leader looks and sounds like, and the types of areas leaders can stand to spend time examining and studying in order to improve. But I still don't believe it will ever be confirmed as some exact science. There are simply too many versions of leaders, specifically successful leaders, that have found ways to lead. Furthermore, with every generation that comes along, there are new styles and approaches that this said generation is looking for, leaving the so-called experts having to reassess what the most sought-after leadership traits might be for this particular decade, for example. Whenever I look at a topic such as leadership, a topic that historically has been highly studied and only occasionally mastered, I immediately turn to this query that I believe helps identify some of the cornerstones of truly mastering an art form. The question I pose to myself is, what remains apparent today that was apparent when this specific art form, in this case leadership, was first assessed. When we look back over time, I would argue our first example of a true leader was Jesus Christ. Wherever your spiritual faith may lie, that's irrelevant. The stories of Jesus are there for us all to read and learn from. Talk about a bold leader. Here was a man who delivered messages daily, that were once rejected, publicly ridiculed, even met with physical harm. A man who, according to scripture, drove home his teachings to those willing to not just listen, but those willing to buy into it, have faith in it, and then walk with this leader for others to see. Just this past week, I was invited to join a Bible study as I personally continue on my path of just some spiritual growth myself. And the pastor that was running this Bible study provided a perspective on Jesus that highlighted a trait in his leadership that I'd argue is up there with any qualifying characteristic to determine if someone is in fact a worthy leader. Jesus would lead others in ways that taught, influenced, and raised those following him in ways that would teach them how to carry on and build off his work without him. You hear what I'm saying there? 
Jesus would lead, he would give people everything they needed, and then he would leave and see what they were made of in his absence. He led in a way where he empowered followers to not need him. As a leader, he established expectations for his disciples, ones that were difficult to establish but massively beneficial once incorporated and made consistent. He led to their potential, seeing what others such as Matthew, Mark, Luke, John were capable of and pushing them to realize their potential through the expectations that he laid out. Now, I only use this example of leadership because, as I said with my question earlier, it's the first historical example available to us. And here we are today, analyzing and educating potential leaders on what it means to be authentic, to be vulnerable, to connect with those that you're leading. Also encouraging leaders to work on skills such as active listening, powerful questioning. I don't think you have to be an avid churchgoer to appreciate that the stories of Jesus that you may have heard carry a solid representation of these types of traits. So in the past week since I attended this Bible study, I've been reflecting on my own leadership style as a coach, but also as a leader within my own life, outside of the business. Furthermore, I thought long and hard about these terms, expectations and potential, as they are used frequently with and by clients of mine. I personally live for establishing expectations, not just as a leader, but also just for myself. I relish the opportunities to realize potential, again, not just for those that I coach, but also for myself. As someone that works towards optimizing performance with his clients, and with you, the listener, of course, the fact is leaders everywhere have this space where they must motivate and guide those that they are responsible for to get to. A place where such followers can be poised to develop enough, where in time, they don't need their leader anymore. The space between our expectations and our potential is where optimal growth begins. To establish expectations so clear that people can understand what is expected of them is effective leadership. To help people see and believe in their potential that is effective leadership. But to help people understand and embrace the tools required to succeed without them, to usher people towards the space for optimal growth, that represents a leader willing to play the role of spectator or even absentee while their followers perform above expectations and rise towards their potential. Lead with consistent expectations. Lead by driving development towards potential. And lead others into a space of optimal growth. Go ahead, take the vacation. Attend that multiple-day networking event, that conference, whatever it may be. Put your faith in that space your teams are operating within. What could possibly go wrong? Thanks so much for joining me on this competitive call to start your work week. If you enjoyed this, I definitely encourage you to go check out some more of our episodes that are available. If you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts, take some time and please press that fifth star on your way out. I appreciate it. Those ratings go an enormous way to helping grow 
the awareness of the show. And also, hey, if you're interested in just connecting and maybe considering working with someone like myself, steve at careercompetitor.com, you can always reach out to me there. And hey, if you'd like to be a guest on the show as well, I encourage you to reach out and introduce yourself too. All the best with everything and anything you've got going on within your world at the moment. And I look forward to doing this all again with you very soon. Bye for now.